everybody. Welcome back to Movies on Our Minds, guys. The podcast in Atlanta where we get to talk about movies. Today we are going to talk about the sequel to the 1995 smash hit Bad Boys 2 that came out in 2003. But before we get started, I'm going to uh, go around the table once more with our returning comers. We got Maria on my right hand side. Hey, y'all. Maria, you ready about Bad Boys 2? I am. Ready about. That's funny. Uh, what about you, uh, Chris, over there? You ready to talk about Bad Boys too? Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited to talk about Bad Boys too. <laughs> There's a lot of. <clears throat> You're a real comedian, Chris. <laughs> what's, what's in that all page, right, Jerry? Well, what's in that all right, Jerry. I know why he's laughing now. <laughs> he looked at his pages. Oh yeah, I'm ready to talk about Bad Boys too, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Call me the tire because I'm pumped. Oh wow. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I'm going to walk out of here faster than Jerry whenever he said that Indiana Jones sucked. Mm. Mm. This is how we talk about bad boys, too. <laughs> All right, Jerry. And, uh, oh, uh, yes, Brock Nine on my left-hand side. Yes, that's me. I'm here. What's up? Uh, not much. All right, let's uh, jump into bad boys, too. What a movie, guys. Um, this was... This was the real Michael Bay. Like we we got a peak oh. of him in the first one, but in this one, Full oh force. my gosh! You got to imagine though, because Bad Boys was his first film, was well, first feature, mm-hmm. and then after that he did what The Rock, Armageddon, uh, Pearl yeah. Harbor. Like, did I, he, I, did I, he, I'm trying to think. Did he do Con Air? No, he didn't do Con Air. As but, a matter of fact, I think. Bad Boys 2 might have been the last movie he did with Jerry Bruckheimer. Everything from Bad Boys 1 up to Bad Boys 2 was all Jerry Bruckheimer. And then the next one, I believe, was The Island. And then he didn't do that, oh, and yeah. he didn't do anything after that. So this is we're, we're now getting, uh, with starting with Bad Boys 2, we're getting Michael Bay at his full Michael Bayist. Pure, yes. unadulterated Bailey. <laughs> and what did y'all think about this film? I know, Jerry, because what, what, you actually like Bad Boys 2 a lot, especially compared to the first. Yeah, I definitely like I like Bad Boys 2 better than the first one. Um, <clears throat> no, I like the movie, though. Um, the comedy had me fucking crying. And, and when I saw it in theaters, I was dying in tears. Um, the storyline was in, <laughs> but the whole thing of Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, I feel like we got to know them more so in this one because we actually saw them in the first one already. So just to see them together again. And then, like, it was just 10 times funnier to me. Um, but hella action. Like, a lot of fucking action. But I guess that's thanks to Michael Bay. Going along with that, uh, Michael Bay actually had separate cameras in each one of the cars for that massive car crash and chase scene. So he was giving everybody something that they have never seen before, which was literally, like, like 10 different angles at once for this car wreck. So he really was giving more action. <laughs> yeah, Michael Bay. Yeah. Something that you haven't seen since uh, Howard Hughes, like probably Howard Hughes with Hell's Angels. That was like 1929. Yeah, so. definitely. Haven't seen that since. <laughs> 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 what about you, Maria? What do you think about Bad Boys 2? Bad Boys 2 is still kind of just eh for me. Okay, um, fair enough. I enjoy the chemistry that uh, Will and Martin have together. I like they have uh, for Martin's family, they still have like the same people who came back. Yeah. Um, Actually, I don't think the daughter. Uh, I think they recasted the daughter from the first one. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not even sure we saw the daughter in the first one. To be honest, no, nah, she was she was there. Uh, okay. Somebody pointed that out to me. <laughs> I was about to back. say, I really don't. No, nah, she was. There was just one scene. It was the very beginning of the first Bad Boys, and uh, it was Martin and uh, his wife in the bed, and then the kids came in. And it was like, Daddy. It was oh, three yeah. of them, and one of them was the little girl. But that was the only time I think we saw her in the yeah. film. So I was like, Yeah, she, she was there. We just. Don't remember because we only saw the back of her head and that was it. She was Bad Boys even... Four. <laughs> uh, I like the addition of Gabrielle Union, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it is full on Jerry Bruckheimer. Uh, all all of the colors, all of the sound, all of the explosions. Then, so many bullets. You have to wonder how the city of Miami is handling all the destruction that these cops are causing. They're, they're still they're still recycling all the brass from the. <laughs> there has to be so many off screen deaths. Yeah, this. Can you imagine the damage they must have caused? How much? How much? How many millions of dollars in damage? And who's going to clean this up? But it, <laughs> you know, they created twenty more jobs just based off of killing right. five guys. It's like, <laughs> you know, um, I was actually telling a friend of mine when it came to Bad Boys Two, the I I actually don't like this movie. This movie is 
entertaining to say the least. Like, you know, there are some things that Michael Bay does in this film that I don't think we haven't seen in previous films before this. But he's just so absurd in what he does. And so I tell my friend, um, I think the very beginning scene of Bad Boys 2 summarizes the ex- the entire film like the, the establishes the tone beautifully like you everything that is going to be in this movie is just the beginning scene with the kkk you have racism you have oh, comedy see, that's humor what i was thinking of as the beginning scene um, oh, what's he thinking of uh, the nightclub oh when they were doing appeals and then he died yes yeah. that's so that's mm. the beginning scene and then the nightclub. Yeah, I mean that's the very beginning. Very, very but very see, that's beginning. what I'm gonna, oh, when you nah. say it sets the tone. It definitely does for me because that's when I was like, oh, this is really Michael Bay because the camera goes like uh, in between. Right, well, the camera goes like in between these the girls' legs and, and like all this stuff, and it's like yeah. okay. Uh, and I'm like, does this club even have? Then you can other add that too with this yes. scene. So the sexuality yes. and the drugs, overdose, and everything. But then after that, you have the um, the KKK. So again, the racism, the comedy. Then you have the action, the explosions all around. You have the slow ter- motion shots, slow motion shots, the terrible dialogue, the police and the military just jumping out of bushes and the ground and the water and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then you know, of course, uh, and he's like, "How can we get more boobs in this? I know a dead body." <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing when I saw that. I was like, Martin Lawrence jumps underneath the the cover, and I was like, "Is this really necessary?" And you got to see him jiggle as they move. The uh, yeah. T- it's like, good God. I do love that part of the movie, though. I, not the titty part. Not the titty the part. the whole ecstasy pill part. Not the dead titty part. Or whatever the fuck he took. Pill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Martin Lawrence took I think he was taking it. I think yeah, he took it. It's X. interesting to me, like, the first movie is about dope, and then the second movie is about ecstasy. So we see what's, like, more important to these areas as far as drugs is concerned. Still terrible, though. Yes. But another <laughs> thing, too, um, with Michael Bay... Is that something I give him credit for was, again, when he introduced things to us that we haven't seen before, such as certain camera angles or certain action pieces, you know, uh, even if we're talking about like the car chasing ones, like, but the, the issue I have with it is that he lingers on that for way too long to where yeah. you are interested and you know, amazed at right. in one second, and then the next second you're annoyed and tired of it, such as like the scene where... Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are at the Haitian guy's house, which I oh, these accents that, that was these yeah. I was waiting for him just to open up the window, and be like, "We got to air out these accents, guys." Like this is <laughs> and these wigs. <laughs> I thought it was just a little bit too much, and then he's like, "I got I, I got an idea that'll get you to talk. I'll just destroy everything in your house." And I was thinking, like, this isn't this isn't cool. Like that's yeah. not that's this is not good police work. This is yeah. I didn't, I didn't not like at that. all. But, to, to go with the shots, but, though, but, um, see, but he was saying like the shot, how they have it circular, right? He's yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I was saying. Like that was circular. something and, we hadn't really seen much of. I think the Matrix would probably have been the first big thing that we have seen something like that. But, that but is, not Matrix exactly in that way because it's oh, like when you watch it, you're like, how did they get that camera through that door hole? You know, it's like it's so smooth and yeah. The, there's a. And, I mean, uh, that's also being borrowed from at the same time with. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the cinematographer, but the, the from the Lord of the Rings because that was still that was starting to be, get some ground because I think when Lord of the Rings came out in two thousand one, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the first. So one. then this would have to then be more in, um, over the top, especially with the budget being more than Lord of the Rings was. Which you can amazing. even believe that. Yeah. Um, but the cinematographer was Amir Amir Morcry, um, who had done uh, Blue Steel, Pacific Heights, which if you haven't seen those movies, phenomenal. Uh, Joy Luck Club. And then starting with Coyote Ugly, which is <laughs> which we can, Bay then he started moving towards the Michael Bay territory, and he did an, a really good movie called uh, Lord of Lord of War, mm. and then he did Bad Boys Two, but then he moved on to Fast and Furious, Superfly remake, and most recently Murder Mystery. If anybody hasn't seen that, strongly recommend that one. Oh, yeah, That's... and then he had he had all these different camera angles brought in from Amir, who then. I wonder what the cinematographer was uh, saying when he was shooting that. Like, all right, Michael Bay, so we got the scene, but like, how much longer can we go for? Like, we're literally just shooting this scene, and the audience is probably going to get dizzy after a certain point. How many more revolutions? (laughs) Yeah, like, it's just, and even the dialogue when he was like, Who's that in my house? I'm the devil. Who's asking? The devil is not welcome here. Like, what? And Martin Lawrence, in there, yeah, in there. 
Interestingly yeah. enough, uh, starting um, uh, Michael Bay fired pretty much everybody from Bad Boys to do Bad Boys 2. I can believe that. Literally everybody, no one that is connected with Bad Boys aside from Michael Bay and Jerry Bruckheimer has to do with Bad Boys 2. And the actors. And the actors. Other than that, everyone is completely different, all the way down to uh, the composer. He did. He wanted everything to be completely different. He wanted the movies to be completely removed from each other, and he didn't want people to see Bad Boys 2 as kind of like a continuation with Bad Boys, I guess you could say. It's almost it's like it would be weird, okay. kind of like a whole other thing. Well, it's not uncommon for that to happen. I mean, if you watch series of films, especially in the 80s and 90s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, they would have movies that the continue the the sequel would be completely different um let's talk with uh friday the 13th part two is completely different than the first one nightmare on elm street's another thing nightmare on elm street one is completely different than nightmare on elm street two so So, he's just kind of going with that same feel which is i'll make this movie be 10 times more than what the first one was and it literally was um like i said bad boys one Mm -hmm. had a 19 million dollar budget the budget on bad boys two was 130 million that's a significant difference. That is a big-ass difference. Yeah, <laughs> so he could afford to have completely different people. Uh, the writers were all completely different people. They had um, uh, um, Marianne uh, Win- Win- Winberly, and she usually writes with her husband, and they wrote The Sixth Day, Charlie's Angels 1 and 2, National Treasure. So the, he, um, her and her husband both write all these action movies from the early 2000s. He also had Ron Shelton, who did uh, Bull Durham, White Men Can't Jump, The Great White Hype, uh, and he was um, he did the Fast and Furious movies. And what I thought was uh, interesting was that uh, Ron Shelton got the job because he was buddies with uh, Jared Brockheimer and Michael Bay. And when he got the gig, he said, "I've never seen Bad Boys." <laughs> oh, they wanted to hire him based on him not knowing have not knowing the prior work. So he said in an interview that he went to Blockbuster, rented Bad Boys, fast-forwarded through it, picked up the key moments in Bad Boys 1. He said he saw the whole movie in about 45 minutes and then wrote out Bad Boys uh, 2 based on that. And then they did they did touch-ups with other people. It was Jerry Stahl, who was the consulting producer on the show, Marin. But I just think that's really funny that like this movie is based on one guy not watching the first movie Kind of seeing a little bit of it. Because if you've watched Bad Boys 2, there's bits and pieces that are still in bit Bad Boys 1. Like, there's still the gay jokes. There's still, you know, as we said, there's those shots of the women. You got kind of a drug reference and explosion, explosion, explosion. Wasn't Megan Fox in Bad Boys 2? Like, that's where she Michael was. Bay discovered her? She was one of the strippers. Oh, Makes sense. I don't think she gets I naked. I not know that. She was an extra. That's why. I don't think she actually gets naked. But we can just assume what, what happened. Mm. You know, but that was her first start of film being in films. He's like, oh, say my number for Transformers. Yeah, <laughs> 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 no. three years later, three years, four years later, she's in Transformers. It's all about who you know wow. and who you uh, give your attention to. But yeah, it, it, I can actually see all that. And that's why Bad Boys 2 to me looks like a, a music video completely. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. just the way yeah. it's shot, the way it's colored. It's just like I, I'm surprised Will Smith and Marlon Lawrence didn't just look at the camera and start rapping while they're in the <laughs> right. car. Like, Bad Boys 2, this is Bad Boys Records, guys. What you talking about? I mean, they, they come close, you know. They really do. Yeah, they play that song throughout the whole thing, Shake Your Tail Feather. They played or, that way too much. It, but what, I, that, what is the song? And also Bad Boys. What is the song? <laughs> what is it? It's not Shake Your Tail Feather. What is the name no, of the song? It is Shake, it's your, shake tail your Tail Feather. Is it? They, yeah. That song is actually uh, throughout the uh, whole movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. They, play, they played that literally. And you don't like that song, Chris? No, I don't. I'm you sorry. I, I think that song is terrible. It's so ridiculous. You but don't want to move something, drop something? <laughs> <laughs> the song is wonderful, people. It's just that they play but, it out and drug it out way too long in the movie. Yeah. Well, I, I, what I think is interesting to go with um, what you said, it's a music video, is that the composer, uh, Trevor Rabin, he does a lot of music videos. Mm-hmm. So he does do a lot of music like that. And a lot of um, the, the the tone of the film is completely different than Bad Boys One, whereas that was completely the, different. The musical tone is you know it's kind of like Training Day, where it's like you know the music is dun 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 dun, dun, dun kind of like that. It's a very like serious kind of like actiony kind type of sound. But with Bad Boys Two, it's very kind of like loose, 
kind of having fun, you know, dun, 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 that's the sound that you get throughout the whole thing. And that was the repetition that uh, Michael Bay wanted to have. He wanted people to feel like they were kind of, kind of in Miami-ish, I guess. I've never been to Miami. I'm just assuming that's kind of the vibe he was getting. I can see that. But that, I mean, you get the lights and every and whatnot in the movie. And you got the neons and yeah. you got, you know, um, people walking around and going to the beach frequently in the film. But that's kind of the vibe he wanted to get. But the composer, which I thought was interesting, was prior to doing Bad Boys 2, did uh, Armageddon, did Con Air. Did he do Fast and Furious? He did not. But he did do Gone in 60 Seconds, one of my personal favorite films, Deep Blue Sea, mm. and Snakes on a Plane. You don't, I love Deep Blue Sea. I've always loved that movie. I don't care, I'll defend that movie for the rest of my life. That is one of the greatest films of all time. But you're not going to defend Bad Boys too. No. Not today. <laughs> um, well, the villain, the main drug guy in the movie, um, did he remind you of anyone? Well, you, you, I'm going to tell you now, she told me who it reminded her of. You, you're not going to get it. But please, I want to hear your guess. He reminded me of Tommy Wiseau. Ha! <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't think he was that bad. I what mean. are you talking about, huh? Yeah, only, only you know, with a Spanish accent or whatever. He was oh, to my gosh. He got that gig because he was friends with, I forget who it was. I read about that. Yeah, I, <laughs> Tommy was. He has the dark hair. Very awkward. Very awkward. He thinks yeah. he's funny. He laughs at his jokes. Nobody else does. <laughs> Very, very Tommy Wiseau kind of performance. For What's me. bothering you, huh? <laughs> there was your favorite part from Bad Boys too. Is it the scene with Reggie? No, I don't. I don't think that would be my favorite part. Um, but you did like that scene, though. Oh, of course, the scene was funny to me. You know, chitty chitty bang bang, like all that shit. Like the whole. I felt like that was honestly improv to me. You know, some reviewers um, when the movie came out, like Roger Niebuhr, I believe they said that. Uh, once they saw that scene, they completely checked out of the film because it's like, why are they <laughs> it's, even? It's not it has nothing else to do with it anything has, in the movie. It is a completely it standalone thing to yeah. do with anything. But not to mention, they, they were saying that the use of the N word for Michael Bay to be directing this is just like this. Just okay, doesn't. I hope feel. they said the same thing about Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, they did actually. Yeah, and Tarantino told Spike Lee to shut up, and then Spike Lee respected him for saying that, so he put him in Girl Six. <laughs> yeah, I, I really put Spike Lee in one of his films. You yeah. didn't know that? That's in Girl 6. Because whenever he was doing Jackie Brown and prior to that, uh, the use of the N-word in Tarantino's films, Spike Lee was the most outspoken one. And Tarantino said, you should shut up if you want to talk about using bad language in your movies. And he said, I respect you for saying that. And he respected him so much, he put him in one of his movies. What an interesting turn of events. I would not think that would. Well, I mean. Because, because honestly, he shouldn't give a fuck. He re- he really shouldn't. I mean, I said this before too. Whenever um, with regarding to Spike Lee, I mean, he has at least a good ten years where his movies are terrible. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, let's. Did anyone else watch the Sweet Blood of Jesus, the remake of Ganja and Hess? Thank you. That's my point. Do we, so it's just like, do we even like bad boys? Like it's just like every time we go on there, it's Jerry like it's no, somehow I like, I like bad boys. Somehow we find a way to like a, take an exit off. Some other movie. <laughs> yeah, like we gotta get back on this bad boys but highway, you know, guys. You know why? It's because the I mean the storyline isn't really about shit. It wasn't a story. It's all bad over. Boys it's, it's two hours and yeah. damn near two hours and thirty minutes long. I couldn't believe how long everything everything is drug is drug out. It's multiple things going on. You got this going on. You got Reggie pulling up. He take ecstasy pills. They go to the chief. Now you got them fighting in the police office. Now you got them like going to Cuba. Now they doing it. It's just a lot. What about Gabrielle Union? Do we even want to talk about her? I, I really, do. D- yeah, I really. So I like Gabrielle Union. Um, I thought it was interesting she was going to be in the film. I like the way they introduce her. Right? They introduce her and they think she's one thing, but she's actually kind of like badass undercover blah blah blah, you know Mm -hmm. got this whole operation going on or whatever and then she spends the rest of the movie getting rescued right multiple times i like i like the i like the the way the character is betrayed in a movie but it could have been without because after that because it seemed like the way they introduced her was like oh she's gonna be kind of like a third for them you know with this case or whatever and she wasn't. She just kept getting rescued. <laughs> you know like, oh, what's interesting about Gabrielle Union? Another uh, Michael Bay thing. 
<laughs> um, what's interesting about Gabrielle Union, she's from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, she had done a, a modeling prior to going to law school. She originally was going to be a lawyer, but she did acting as a way to pay off her student loans. She hmm. was in uh, Family Matters. She was in Moesha. She was in City Guys and Sister, Sister. Then she started doing She's All That, 10 Things I Hate on Hate About You. And she did Bring It On. Mm-hmm. And then she Which did, she that's what kind of got her noticed. She so then bring it on. she did uh, Deliver Us from Eva, mm-hmm. where she played Eva. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever she started taking acting a little bit more seriously. She was like, hey, I'm paying off my loans and I'm having a good time. I don't want to be a lawyer anymore, which I think is like, eh, well, whatever, yeah, what, whatever your calling in life is, you know, more power to you. But she got this job because she had just won Maxim's 100 Sexiest Women of, of the Year. She was number 52. And who saw that? Michael, Michael Bay. So <laughs> he was yep. like, we'll put her in this movie. Michael <laughs> and Bay it's... is... He is a Maxim magazine. See, yeah, isn't that isn't that how funny how that all works out? That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting how she wanted to be a lawyer originally, and she just did this as a way to pay off her student loans. It's like hmm. I wish it was like that for a lot of actors out there. And like oh, exactly, man, I, I, right? I'll just do this as a side gig and then just become successful. While there's some out there that's just <laughs> really working their asses off. I mean, to Megan Stallion's getting her degree. So, <laughs> congratulations. Huh. Public health. But to go back to Gabrielle Union, what I do find funny about that was um, how you said how she's like an asset at first, but then everything else after that, she's just like, she has to be the one to be rescued and saved. I loved at the end or the third act of the film when she gets kidnapped by the Cubans. And so she doesn't really have any real connections to um, to the force with um, Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence's character. Right, it's just Mar Lawrence's sister, and she's and, dating Will Smith. Yeah, that too. Even though I feel like it was really Martin that cared more about her. To go back to that, um, so she doesn't have real any real connections to the force except for uh, Mike and uh, Laurie, Mike and Laurie, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike, and Mike and Marcus. Lowry. But somehow or another, uh, when police says no, they can't help. Mike and uh, Marcus gathers volunteers of the SWAT members, the CIA operatives, and the DEA, a DEA agents all to get Gabrielle Union back. I was like, That's when all the this army is paid just, for this movie. <laughs> what in the world? Henry Rollins makes his appearance. How well, many How many outfit changes was there? First they're in the, on the ground, then they're in the sky, then they're in the sea. It's like, what? How much? Is there by, just some guy standing there? By land, hand? by air, and by <laughs> sea, they're going to rescue Gabrielle Union. <laughs> And we're going to cross get... governmental agencies and we're going to form a super squad and go down to Cuba <laughs> and get her back. Just for Gabrielle. They don't get anything out of this either. They're no. going against their orders. Yeah, they would probably be fired for that. Yeah. I mean, if she wasn't his I mean, sister. Yeah, I was about to say, if it wasn't his sister, then it just... Yeah, there's, there's no yeah, way but no, I'm just care. saying, like, that's that's their own personal thing. Like, that's a Mike and Marcus problem. But the fact that they got show, all these... They, they got them connects. They're trying to show. I've never seen slap the hell out of that's these guys. No, it, it, makes, it makes absolutely no sense. No, it makes no, no sense. Reason. You know what? They're trying to show that they are bad boys hold on. and they got the connects. Hold on, hold on. First off, don't fuck with us because we'll get on your ass. They are cops that continuously mess up throughout their whole entire journey of finding not the just drugs. Mess up. Not just they destroy. Yes. They, they leave nothing but destruction in their wake. Their boss smokes and plays basketball at the same time and then is guzzling down Pepto Bismol because they give him so much stress. Yes. Simpler times, guys. Simpler times. Yes. So you're telling me all that is fine, but when Gabrielle Union is kidnapped, here comes these connections of SWAT members, CIA operatives, DA agents. They could die. And what is it going to be on their tombstone? I died for Gabrielle Union. <laughs> of course. Because one thing is, you know, if you watch them, which you have, Will is not going to take no. He, he's going to feel like he can do that shit anyway. He ain't yeah, calling which no is why for, for the shit that's going on in his city. Yeah, that's why if it was just Mike and um, they had Mike go. and Marcus that went to go get Gabrielle Union, I completely right. understand. But or this whole entire in, like, some more cop yeah. buddies or maybe army, one or two FBI buddies or something like that. But like yeah. the CIA and the, the army, DEA the agents, the Those, what the and two the, Spanish guys. Yeah. He's just like, oh but they, but they did link with the people that was already over there in Cuba though too. They did that too on top of yeah, everything. They did that too. They should have just. 
got their little team they had, just went there and then linked with them. But you know, when the army sponsors you, you got to show. Yeah, you got to show. You got to show them we badass. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it makes no sense, but I mean, the the bad boys films don't really make any sense. At least the first two. We'll talk about the third when that comes. It's Michael Bay. He's not here for the. But um, for the logic. Yeah. I could have. I could have really just dealt without uh, Gabrielle, honestly. I mean, she especially was if that's what you were going to do with her. Right? Yeah, she really wasn't, like, it could have got You could have gotten any other amateur actors. actor. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, actress to do it. Like, It's like Tia Leonia in the first one. Yeah. It's like, they could have literally been Could have been anybody. Anything. But, yeah, well. Did y'all at least enjoy the scene where they were in the, was it the Hummer? And they were just driving through the whole entire city, just no. messing up everyone's houses, everything. Just no, that, that's blown. actually. No, they don't have insurance to pay for these things. That's actually one you part of the movie. You messed up Miami that, and now you got to mess up Cuba. It's, oh my God. That's one part of the movie that I just, I don't actually like. When they go to Cuba, I don't like the movie after that. No. There like, is, that was really? The, I really don't like it too much after that. It's too much, man. The man threw the gun. And it just so happened to land on the damn mine, right? I'm <laughs> just like, shoot him in the head. Like, I'm just, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, this is wild. He's standing on the fucking landmine. He driving the car through the fucking mansion, going down the fucking hill, hitting the houses. I understand. Hummers are big, but them motherfuckers can still flip over. Well, they, they, had, they had to. They flip, flip over, over very easy. <laughs> that shit did not flip over. That was that was at the time whenever every, when Hummers were becoming more for a, civilian a big usage. Thing, right, yeah, yeah. right. They I were. So, but um, but I also have to wonder what happened to the drug lord's uh, daughter and grandmother, daughter and mother. I thought yeah. about that too. I was like, did they die in the house? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Nah, Poor old lady. <laughs> oh my I god! Grandma, I think the grandma probably just died in the house. She was old as fuck anyway. Oh, no, did she die or did she get shot? I don't think she got she shot. Didn't he get just shot. kind of pushed she her. She told her to go up to the room or something. Like she probably blew up with no, the no. Because she was then she was in the house. room with Gabrielle Union. I think wasn't it? Yes, didn't uh, she like walk in there or some shit? Probably. But she she just kind of got pushed around or whatever. Yeah. Oh, mama, go take us upstairs. Are they dead? Did they just kill this whole family? Who cares? Wow. Michael Bay doesn't. She's like seven. <laughs> it was interesting about that house that they blew up. That was a real house that they blew up. And it's wow. because um, it was a, a house that was called the Bird House in uh, the Delray Ranch in, in Florida. And it had been vacant for literally years. And this guy bought it. He wanted to level it. And the smartest thing, I can't remember the name of the guy, but uh, he, he bought it and he wanted to level the, the house so he could build another one. He thought the smartest thing he could do was to advertise it to be blown up in a movie. So, Michael Bay saw this. We're blowing up this house. So they paid him to blow up his house, and they all the only thing they left was the swimming pool. And the guy was happy about it because he was like, "I was going to do this anyways." That's <laughs> you know, smart. I right? will. <laughs> I will give credit to Michael Bay, especially for the uh, generation that we're in when it comes to filmmaking. He is like, "Don't give me a green screen unless it's Transformers, though." But. Yeah. Besides Transformers, like I am practical, like I want to see my explosion in front of the camera. Like I want to make y'all feel like this is some dangerous shit because it is some dangerous shit. But I oh, want, God, yeah. want the audience to know that. So it's like I'll give him credit for that. Like I do enjoy practical sets. That does still put me into the film. So even when the action sets uh, pieces go on in Bad Boys One and Two, it's like I'm not really mad about it per se like i am somewhat invested because it is still real like it does feel like um you know um people are getting shot and whatnot like even the highway chase sequence with the cars dropping down yeah i do enjoy i did enjoy that the issue i had was that so you know when you're shooting a scene like that you just want to keep the action going you want to keep the pace going and still get the gist of what's going on so when you see that truck of all these cars attached Drop one or two, maybe, but you show him dropping every single car, mm-hmm. and it just gets like absurd because it's like we know they're not going to hit Will Smith, Lamar, and Lawrence. That's the whole point of them dropping the cars is to hit them. But we know as the audience that's not going to happen. So when you show ten cars and it's just hitting this car and that car Fast and hitting and everyone, like why didn't Michael Bay just direct a Fast and Furious movie? He probably would have been perfect for that. Probably Fast Furious, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they stopped uh, a bomb with their cars. So, <laughs> yeah. An atomic bomb. <laughs> they drove a whole safe down the down the streets of Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, 
Again, I give him credit for that, but the issue is that he just goes too long with it to yeah, the yeah. point that's to where he's like, really that's his brand. Is. His brand is take it and turn it up to thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> for too long. For yeah, for too long. That's really what it is. Absurd for as long as I can possibly be. The action scenes just literally drag To where like now so you get long. a headache. And he has Don't the money. Me. They they get he's he gets the money to do it. I mean, there was uh almost eight different producers on this movie. Um yeah, Jerry Bruckheimer. Um, Matt Cohen, who did this movie, then he did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, Amityville Horror, and The Island. Um, Dan Ferrane, who did uh, Man on Fire, Deja Vu, Taking of Pelham 123. Oh, and then Denzel Washington films there. What up? Yeah. It's almost strange, right? It's like they're they're kind of uh, taking Denzel to make him the next action, or not an, another action star, but didn't really work out. At least I didn't think so. Don Simpson did pass away before this, right? Yes, he did. He, he sadly passed away in 1996. Oh, um, that was right after Bad Boys 1. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Don Simpson, I think that that was like right after he had done uh, what was The Rock, I think, mm-hmm. if he had some involvement in that, and then he passed away very shortly after that. He wasn't even that old, too, which really sucks. Um, Chad Oman, who did Double Take, if anybody remembers that movie, with uh, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, he did Con Air, Armageddon, then he did Bad Boys, uh, Bad Boys 2, and then he did Pirates of the Caribbean, The Lone Ranger, Gemini Man, and then he's now currently doing Bad Boys for Life. Love Pirates of the Caribbean. And then Just you, found that out there. And then uh, Pat Sands, Sandstrom, Mike Stenson, and Barry Waldman all did all those movies I just listed with Chad Oman. So hmm. you had all these guys that do these big, ridiculous films. <laughs> are known for their ridiculous nature. They all come together. And of course, what are you going to get? The most biggest ridiculous thing you ever see. (laughs) Are y'all ready for Bad Boys for Life? I hear it's the uh, best of the trilogy so far. So I I don't mind seeing it. Chris? No, I mean, I'll eventually see it. Uh, I don't want to talk ill of the film. but Are are y'all interested because of the fact that Michael Bay didn't direct it? That's kind of like what I'm getting to. Mm. Yes, like, that, to see the, his, to see another person's thing. story. Yeah, to see if it's gonna be as action-y and blow up everywhere and things this, all over the place. And are they gonna keep up with the Bayham? Right, that's what like, they call yeah, it. Mm. The Bayham. Yeah, the Bayham. I believe it. I, yeah, that, I that's like one seen, of the main things, though. I've and never also, seen. Sorry, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And also, to, just to see how uh, Marm and Will still would connect with everything. As far as like that, because they are getting older, right. and they're so, bringing in, they're bringing in new characters, younger right. characters. So, probably people that we've never seen in any other films. Vanessa like, Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens, yeah. Why is she in a Bad Boys movie? That's so weird. You have to see it to find out. Yeah. Um, but before we uh, wrap this up, I do want to know what's everyone's rating on this oh, film. Oh, before I do the rating, y'all really didn't like none of the funny parts of this movie. Y'all didn't funny? think anything I was funny. I like the first. I like the first time when the pool uh, got got destroyed. You I thought that? that was pretty funny too. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? That was funny. What was actually interesting about that pool scene though was the fact that um, here you go. No, the first time the pool, <laughs> it was interesting to me because from what I saw, the first time the pool broke, it was because the dog was uh, running and the chain just got stuck onto the pool, and that's how the pool uh, got uh, broken into, right? But that was just with the dog running. The second time it happened, the dog was actually chained to the pool. And then the dog ran away. And then that's how the pool came down. So I was like, why would he do that? Exactly. I was like, that one makes sense. It was vice versa because the dog's not chained to the pool. So it's just like one of those, like, you wouldn't have thought about that. But I mean. You think maybe they did shoot it like that originally? And then they thought, oh, we'll just reverse it. That would be so stupid. That would be just like an editor's mistake, Hmm. I would think. If that's how it went down. I mean, it's Michael Bay. Yeah, I was like, you know Michael saying? Bay don't give a shit about that. I did that on purpose, and there's not too much thought put, was, put into it. As long as the um, pool gets destroyed or blown up, I don't care. And I do wonder how much they're making <laughs> as cops, because he has a mansion. Like, that place is well, huge. You're talking about Martin Lawrence, who you're talking he, about? Martin Lawrence. Oh, yeah, his house, is, yeah, especially for having, what, four on kids? On the water. Three or four kids, yeah. yeah. He has like, and he has all these, he has the kids, and it's like, well, Jesus, how much do you make as a Miami police officer? They probably shot at Michael Bates' house for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, that's another thing. Uh, with us working in the film industry now, looking back at Bad Boys 2, I was saying that probably be, that was probably one of the most 
fun sets to have worked on in 2003. Like, I, I could just imagine the stories, the Bayhem, oh, yeah. uh, working with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. I don't know if they were going through anything at the time, but it just probably would have just made the experience greater. I do know, though, that uh, Martin Lawrence, he paid for, uh, from what I heard, like a basketball court to follow them. Kind of like, you know, y'all seeing those RVs with Will Smith, like how they just transform into something extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So Martin Lawrence got like a basketball court that was something similar like that, and then everywhere the set went, there was just this big basketball court so everyone could play ball, whether it was with him or offset. So I was like, "That's nuts." I know. So it's just like things. It, that's just one thing I heard about Bad Boys too. So I'm just like, I can only imagine the other things that went down on that set. So I mean, they just, had it in the budget, 130 million. Yeah. Or just even working on a second unit. I wonder how it was. Oh, like, I bet just coming in today, like, oh, yeah, we're just about to blow up 30 cars, you know. <laughs> create an earthquake Shoot here in Miami. And, uh, blow up uh, some Porsches. Yeah. So, Have you worked on any action movies or any action sequences? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, we did uh, the second unit on Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, that's well, yeah, we did do that. But I mean, like, um, were in you in there case, for any explosions? Were you actually ever know. been there, like, in, in there with them? Um, no. The last time I've seen like an explosion on set was on uh, Ghost Draft. Oh, the second okay. unit when they oh, tried yeah. to blow up Atlanta. Oh yeah, fun times. That was the end. I've, I've, I've done a lot of them. That's why I'm like, I can imagine doing Bad Boys okay. too. Like, holy shit! Because <laughs> I've done, like I said, I, I've done the Marvel movies and whatnot. And just seeing the explosions and gunfire on there, it is neat to see firsthand. But with Bad Boys, it's like you had to have. I mean. The, the car's coming off of the the wrecker, and it's like, yeah, wow. <laughs> That's like something you've never seen before. And you're then. never going to see anything like that, probably yeah. ever, working on it. But those night shoots for the KKK scene, I can only imagine that, too. God, because that, that's on the water. It was in it was shot in Florida, yeah. so it is hot. That's not, that's not a stage. And humid. And the humidity. And they're sitting in that water. Mm, yeah. And the fire is all around the uh, places. Like, even if it's not humid enough, God. there is fire going around in that scene. So it's just like, oh, that's that's probably. You know that, they were, that the whole crew was probably miserable when they shot that. Oh, yep. my God. Well, that's kind of fun now when you actually work in the film industry, looking back at certain movies like, oh, man, I can only imagine like you'd be like, I know there's a PA around there queuing them or, you know, like I know that uh, those people are probably miserable or something like that. Depending oh, yeah. On the scene, I would but. imagine the KKK scene, like everybody was probably miserable because it's like just, just being by the water and with all the gnats and all the yeah. mosquitoes in the water, in the things in the water. I mean, you have to they, or the crew that is coming out of the water. Oh, well, like. Uh, yeah, like, that, that just would not be does not seem like a very good time to shoot that yeah but, that's when we start day playing and we, we do scenes that <laughs> like uh, I'm not available then but uh, you know call me next week <laughs> but yeah that's what I thought about it but um, let's go uh, back to the ratings uh, with you Maria what would you say and what am I rating it yeah out of explosions oh, out of 10 explosions yeah Um, I would give this one maybe five and a half oh, we're going up from the first one a little bit Gone and steal Jerry's rating over there from the first one. It's five and a half. She definitely did. <laughs> All right. What about you, Chris? Um, well, let me just add a quick thing here. That, uh, <laughs> do you think? Do you think? I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, as far as the ratings go, uh, <laughs> on IMDb, it gets a 6.6. 6. Uh, the meta score is 38, which is, mm, depends. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 23%. But with the audience, 78 yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's usually because I think the uh, consistency of uh, Bad Boys too on Rotten Tomatoes is like it's just literally like one sentence, two and a half hours of explosions and banter. That's it. Literally, that's, that's yeah, how they they're, describe they're, Bad Boys two on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I said, I mean, how many how many outfit changes were there at the end? I mean, literally, they're just like one outfit to the next. All of a sudden, he's got glasses. You're like, what the hell? Oh, costumes. Like, oh, costumes. costumes was probably was so... My heart goes out to costumes because I'm pretty sure they had to have lost a couple things they, in that oh. transition, and they probably got chewed out by Michael Bay. I'm sure. And then Michael Bay learned he didn't care. <laughs> so, we don't uh, care anyways. Just put something on him. Yeah. Oh, he's got a flak jacket on now. Yeah. Why? What the why, hell? Why am I talking to costumes? I'm talking to special effects. Over here. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Um, and uh, it did this movie. It had a 130 million dollar budget, which is up from the 19 million dollar budget on the original Bad Boys. This one grossed 273 million worldwide. So it's interesting to think about how, like, why there was, was no Bad Boys three almost immediately afterwards. Why is there? Oh, I heard that. That why just went through development gap? hell yeah. because it was um, nobody the, wanted it. 
Well, not just that. It was just uh, Michael Bay and Will Smith uh, demanded salaries that were just outrageous. That's a, that's what happened with Will Smith on Independence Day too. That's the reason. Kinda, that's the reason why he's not in it because that was the first argument that everyone had was why is Will Smith not in Independence Day two? And it's all because he wanted out of a, was a two hundred million dollar budget. He wanted one hundred fifty million of it. Wow. Wait, shit. what? Shit. No shit. They're gonna drop. I thought him. he. I thought he wanted fifty out of that. No, they would have paid fifty. I mean, that that would have been fine. But I read the 150, and I was like, get out of here. But to, to kind of, I mean, you have to understand what was going on at the time. You know, they were doing the whole Oscar so white thing. He was trying to get some, um, some steam from that. It was good. He was trying to come back from doing um, low-budget films. I he will, could have taken that money, strike while the iron is hot. It wouldn't, didn't work for him. So Could also be like, I don't really want to do this, so here's a ridiculous number. <laughs> Yeah, you kidding me? Money is money at that point. A hundred and fifty well, mil. What yes, do you do with that? Of course, you, you, you no, give them you give them a price, and they say no. What we're going to do is we're going to have it be about your kid. And he's like, well, fine. So, jeez. Well, yeah. So I heard. Yeah, that's what happened with Michael Bay and um, and Will Smith. There was that. But the thing is, I think there was like three reasons why Michael Bay didn't come back for Bad Boys Three. The first one was that it went through script after script after script rewrites. And Michael Bay was like, gosh, it's Bad Boys. It should not take this long to write a Bad Boys sequel. Like, come on. Like, it's, we know what we do with Bad Boys. So that was one. Um, two was, again, he was just much more expensive now because he's really, really Michael Bay. You know, Transformers, Pain and Game. Just like he's really now. Oh, Pain and Game. And that was in 2013. Yeah. But. It's still way before yeah. Bad Boys 3. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I was just thinking about yeah. it. And then uh, the third reason with Michael Bay is um, I think he was shooting Six Underground at the time that they wanted to shoot Bad Boys for Life. So mm-hmm. he was he just wasn't even available, even if they did want him. So that's why um, Michael Bay didn't come back, I believe. But from what I heard of part four of Bad Boys, he will come back to produce it at least. We Will he come back to direct it? I think it all depends on the box office of Bad Boys 3. So they've already gr- greenlit? Yes, yeah. Sony's I'm already sure, confirmed. Yeah. They I already confirmed Bad Boys Four. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. So yeah, and well, I don't think about Martin Lawrence. I think he was just like, yeah, when y'all ready, y'all ready. But Will of Smith course, yeah. was, especially with him producing Bad Boys Three too. Like obviously, he had a bigger hand in this, not just with demanding salary. But yeah, that's uh, here we are, Bad Boys Three. Uh, Seventeen years later, I believe. Yeah, yeah when the time goes by. That is nuts to think so about, insane. isn't it? It's so, crazy to think about. What about you, Chris? Your explosions. How many are you giving it? <laughs> uh, I give it uh, five. Five explosions. I think that's fair. It's pretty much what you'd expect. It's nothing. I mean, you did. You have seen a few things differently here as opposed to other films. So, you know what? I'm going to up it. I'm going to say six. Six explosions. Thank you. Ooh, I'm going to say thank that. Thank you. Mainly because of the camera angles. This thank was you. the This was the start of a lot of different... Um, uh, fuck. <laughs> a lot of different uh, cinematography. He really was uh, Michael Bay. Really was changing everything with his action movies. Starting with this one, moving forward, he had a whole different vision. And I applaud somebody, even if I don't like it. I applaud you for doing something different. And he really was. And he kind of created this whole different look and whole different vibe of the action films that we no longer saw. I believe this is probably the first time we saw an action film that was over two hours. I mean, For unnecessarily. So. Unnecessary. Un- yeah. <laughs> don't, oh, don't forget the rat sex. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. Nah, I, can't uh, <laughs> I can't forget the rat sex. So that shit was yeah. funny to me, that too. That was funny. I did uh, love They fuck just like us. <laughs> I don't even know if that's real or not, but Jesus. You could just tell. I can imagine it probably being real. You know what this was? You know what Something this was? I tend not to think. There's two movies that come off the top of my head when it comes to rats having sex. They both came out around the same time Bad Boys 2 and Pecker. Has anyone else seen those movies? Pecker, uh, no. John Wa- John Waters, no. But you know what? I I think I told this to Maria. I know exactly what my biggest issue with Bad Boys Two is. Like the biggest issue. This is a director's cut. Before I even get to my mm-hmm. rating, this is a movie that you don't go to the theaters to see. This is something that like you do the movie, you give it to the studio. The studio will tell you, okay, cut that, cut that, cut that. Because on top of it, with it being a two and a half hour film. You need to think about the time slots when you release it. Like, okay, if it's this long, we can only show it four or five times in the theater. But if we cut it down to an hour and a half or or two, we can show it a lot more. And that can make us more money, yada, yada, yada. Because none of this is really necessary. 
But when you release it, you can release your director's cut on DVD or video or unrated, whatever, to where you go from two hours to two and a half hours. And so that would just make a huge difference. So now going to the theater, when I see this director's cut and it's just like, what in the world am I watching? What does this have to do with the plot, the story, the action, the rats having sex, Reggie at the door? Like this is all. The rats made sense. No, you not, not them you having sex, cut. but it just made it funnier because he is a comedian and he was going to definitely say some shit about that. No, but he that. was there for a reason part of the film because he was the exterminator. No, I get that. But so, I'm saying like that particular clip, that could have been for the director's cut. No, on the Reggie could have been for the director's cut. Just, do you think the uh, Rats Having Sex could have been director's cut or that was that needed to stay in the film? At least that was actually making sense with what they were currently doing. That's what doing. I'm saying. Like He was there. The rats would. He said the rats were populating everywhere, and they were like, "He don't know why." So then he's up there spraying. They they established the rats in previous scenes. They're actually playing. He's like, "Oh shit!" Where Reggie just comes out of nowhere. I see what you're saying. And goes nowhere. Yeah, but that's uh, how I look at Bad Boys too. Yeah, this is just this is a movie that could have been trimmed, and when released on DVD, that's when we could have had our director's cut. Not to mention too, uh, this came out during the time of film where. We also had a video game and a soundtrack behind it. I miss those days when movies. Have you went. played the video game? No. Did, has anyone here played, played the video, video game? game. Did, I haven't. Has no. anyone here even remember the video game? No, I do not. I remember Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> was it like oh Grand Theft Auto? Because that would be my natural assumption. I would assume, but who knows? I know uh, everyone here likes the, the soundtrack per se. I I don't really kiss. I don't really remember the soundtrack so much because they only song. played the one song. That's true. Mainly. He there Will was, Smith comes out of his hotel room dressed with the blazer flipping over. What was oh, about like the beginning of Miami? Oh, I was like, I was yo. Tough. What about La 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 by Jay Z? Don't remember it. Show me your soul with P Diddy and Don't Pharrell. It. Pharrell was working at that time. Oh yeah. To go back to that, that video time? game, uh, the video game was was supposed to be a tie in uh, Bad Boys Miami Takedown. It was supposed to be a tie in with the movie, but apparently it failed. And not it was not very well received by uh, the gaming audiences. Hey, but if I was Will Smith, I could still say, "Hey, I got a video game with my face on it." So <laughs> I don't care He's what like, y'all wiki, say. Wiki wiki wow wow. Oh, <laughs> Are you even pretty girl bullshit? Does any does that sound familiar to y'all? No. Oh well then. And so there's apparently there's been talks to make Bad Boys three ever since uh, two thousand eight, but I'll gladly save that conversation for the Bad Boys for Life podcast. Definitely. I mean, it kind of makes sense, though. Will was really busy, like, after that. And there was many He's times. He's always been pretty busy, though, ever since but, I'd I mean, say. I mean, right after Bad Boys, first one, he was busy from uh, then on. Yeah, I mean, he turned them off, right, turning them out, running right after the other. You had, like, what, um, Men in Black, and then. Yeah. Jesus. Independence Day. When, Independence Day. I mean, they were literally one major uh, block, yeah. blockbuster after the next. For at least three years. But then he started to do a lot of the other movies too, the Shark Tale and um, I mean, the voiceover. I mean, they, that, I, I, I legend, uh, voiceover is a lot different than actually being stuff. there. I mean, he could just roll in in his sweatpants and everything. And I just mean, that's true, that. but you still, it's still time. It's time, but it's not like I mean, you wouldn't to record to record audio for Shark Tale. Definitely did not take the same amount of time that it was to, for him to shoot Bad Boys too. That's true. Yeah, you can definitely tell with a movie like Shark Tale, that's not a lot of effort put into a role like that. It's not Absolutely, like yeah. it's not like something like uh, Jack Black and Kung Fu Panda or Tom Hanks and Woody, you know, something like that. Like those are roles to where those voices really do make the role. Like without really. those yeah. natural no, voices, absolutely. Not, not Woody, not Woody. Anyway, I'm gonna go to my rating. Oh my god, you're ridiculous! <laughs> All right, the, you cannot compare the Shark and Shark Tale. I'm not comparing it. That's ridiculous. He brought it up, not me. Oh my god! I just brought because it up because I'm just saying, like when you talk about voiceovers, like yeah, Woody it's did not, not make Toy Story for me, so I'm sorry. Just Who just does saying. Buzz Lightyear? I mean, I nobody. They all do. It's all the work. It's all the collab. Sorry. Um, well, I mean, I'll say that yeah. it's all collab. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're all toys. they're all there, but I mean, the, the yeah, Toy Story four kind of like showed that it's not really, but in the same time, it is. I still haven't seen that yet. Really, I haven't seen Toy Story four. Take your time. Honestly, really? with me, I liked but, it. I liked it too. It is also very beautiful. Yeah. I got chills to look at. Yeah. I want to see it. I do want to see it. I mean, I just, I don't know. For me, for me to watch Toy Story, it's it's interesting because it is kind of like when Toy Story came out, I was ten or eleven. So it's like I grew up God watching damn. these people. 
Uh, and go, then we gotta go to the bad boys before yeah. people just turn in and all the Wait, first thing they hear is Toy Story. Like, this is supposed to be Bad Boys Two. Yeah. Um. So my rating, I'm gonna give it a. I think I'm gonna do a six as well. That's why I was glad. I think that's I'm, fair. I'm glad you really because yeah because the camera angles and the way they they shot it certain certain parts of it mm-hmm. but mainly that and the um and the fact that it was entertaining with the humor and stuff like that and the connection um the chemistry with Will and Martin and their film for me. I could take that. I could take that. Um what about you, kind sir? I, I I agree with six. It's again more entertaining than part one. Technically it's the worst one if you had to compare the two. But when you just think about what Bad Boys represents, that's all really in the second film. So, like, yeah, you may get a laugh out of it, but you can't walk out saying that you are bored, which I heard some people said about Bad Boys 1. And going back on and and looking at it, it's like, I kind of see where you're coming from. Bored? Some people said from the first one. But you know what? It's because it's not a lot of, like... um, it's not a lot of uh, action so much in Bad Boys 1. It's a lot of banter between you know Mar- uh, Martin and Will Smith. And I understand because it kind of annoyed me to a certain degree. Because first off, all they do is not only banter, but they banter about the same thing over and over. They have the same argument in the first film as they do in the second film. And that yeah. can just get tiring and exhausting, which is like, I understand the improv, but you can't just be arguing about the same thing. Yeah, you can't go for like five minutes straight on the same thing and then yeah. do a sequel to do this the exact same band. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so it's like, well, all that's in the first one and then, you know, towards the end is the uh, uh, the explosion scene, of course. Bad Boys 2, that's just scattered all over the place. So it's like, oh, at least I can get this out of it. At least I can get that out of it. The colors, it looks like a music video. The Haitian gang, the cars jumping all around. The dead titties, like my gosh, the, the ecstasy pills. Yeah, the- I thought that was that scene. Just to bring it back to that scene, I thought that was stupid because what does that say about a grown adult man or woman who drinks a glass of water and drinks a pill that was inside of it that didn't dissolve and doesn't notice it? And you didn't taste it. I'm saying that 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 was my first thought. I was like, he's like in his forties. You I mean, mean to tell but, me you wouldn't is, know? Like, how much at, stuff has this man swallowed the, over the, the years? Same, at the same time. He was throwing up, and he just filled it up with water, so he probably didn't even like think to look. You in would have well. He was he was too. So he was he was literally like he was sweating. All these you dead would bodies. have felt a pill. He was having a panic mouth. attack. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, gonna try, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try on you one time. I'm gonna slip yeah. a pill in your drink, and I'm gonna see if you actually taste it. So he's admitting to you are a married man. Let's get back to that. <laughs> oh no, it's not. It's not for my purposes at all. Flattered, but you're not my my type. It's oh, also thank a crime. Also a crime. It's not a crime. You let him know. <laughs> it's a crime. It's still a crime. Hey, Cardi no, B not. bragged not, about doing it. That's so like, I mean, if that's if I'm sitting here telling him she's living in bucket, it's not a crime. It's, no, it's that's like crime? mysteriously shooting him and coming back. I did shoot you. It's not a crime because I told you. Like I'm still good. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not bad boys for life. <laughs> I would love to see that work in court. It's not a crime, Your Honor. I admitted to it before I did no. it. No, this <laughs> I might, told him I was going to do it. No, I should get I off on this. Yeah, this may work in a Woody Michael Allen's Bay thing. movie, right. <laughs> <laughs> but not in a, a not in anywhere else. But yeah, I, I think that he probably. I don't think nobody would actually feel it if they're just drinking a regular drink and not thinking twice about after it. going through all of what he was going uh, through at the time. I'm sorry. I, no, I I'm with you, Chris. If like, he was drunk, on top I would of that, be like, nah, that's possible. On top of that, but it was two pills. It was, it was two? two pills. It was two. You would have felt that. You would have been like, Ugh, like spit it out. I mean, especially being in a, in, um, uh, I mean, maybe sorry. you would have. You would have tasted it. Being in an autopsy room, you would have like, I don't, I don't really put pills in my drink and then drink my drink. So I don't no know. No one does because that's weird. you just do it to other people? No. <laughs> Why? Well, okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do applaud. Like I said, I applaud Michael Bay for doing something different and starting this whole difference in films, yeah, making things like, look drastically more different, darker, or bringing out the neon more. I think that is cool. Give credit to where credit one. is due with Michael Bay. I I will give him that. And that's it was bad starting in this too. movie. No one else was quite like him at the time. And no. then everybody adopted it, but. Well, who's to say if it, if this movie didn't exist, um, who would this, any of these movies would have happened? Would they have looked the same? Would um, you know? Would uh, Deja Vu look the same? What What about Man on Fire? Would that movie have looked kind of the way it did if Bad Boys Two did not exist? 
No. Just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. I loved. I loved Man on Fire. I think it's possible. <laughs> I was about to well, say. Well, I'm thinking possible. But well, like how? Because these are the guys who created it, though. So if they didn't create this and it wasn't a success, they probably wouldn't have done it. You don't think, oh, bad boys. Well, of course not, because nobody ever looks at the producers. So the guys who made bad boys, too, then did, um, based off the success, they went and moved that to to Man on Fire. It's like... Without Michael Bay. Yeah. But wouldn't that, if it it tanked, wouldn't they have been like, okay, so this doesn't work? I mean, we learned that, um, Oliver Stone learned that with U-Turn. U-Turn was shot very much like Man on Fire. It tanked. So he didn't do it again. (laughs) <laughs> so that's why they just keep giving so, Michael Bay money is because his movies never tank. Like, what, what his least grossing film may be Bad Boys 1. And that yeah. was, what, like 140 or 190? Well, that's actually a big-time gross. That Actually, in comparison, Bad Boys 2 Bad would Boys be not a, yeah. that's a That's a major gross. Because if you're paying um, $19 million, you're getting back $130 million. That's a big difference. Um, if you're paying $130 million, you get back $273 million. That's not as much. It's still a lot. Don't get me wrong. Hundred million is hundred million, but it's still not as much. But still made. I, I see what you're saying. But still made more than uh, the first movie. But either way, he's just a box office successor. Yeah, That's without a is. doubt. Whatever he touches is always going to be. There's always going to be an audience for people who just want to watch explosions and see naked women running around. Yeah. So. I wonder how that's going to work in Transformers 6 because he said he's not coming back for that. But Wait, I mean, a, minute. Wait a minute. They doing another one? Yeah, Transformers is oh not dead. They'll, they'll never, those movies will never die. Me. No. Uh, he's like Tyler Perry. Oh, no. He's saying like, because uh, they said that Michael Bay said he's done after Transformers 5, but then he came out with an interview saying, I don't know how I'm going to give that up because it's like, James Cameron giving up Avatar or Peter Jackson giving up Middle Earth. You know, I yeah, have was, my franchise, which is Transformers. I don't know how I'm going to give that up. I was like, really like James Cameron did really? one Avatar. Yeah, but he has five and more I coming. I get it, but we didn't see those five. And yet. that was one of the top <laughs> grossing films of all time. But we didn't see it yet. What, what do you We've mean? seen they haven't been five released. of the Transformers. I want to make them come out give looking like Transformers. Up. I mean, they did try How? to make this whole Transformers existing through history and time thing happen. Uh, there's a scene in one of the films, and uh, there's a picture of a Transformer with Harriet Tubman. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like Michael Bay. You, should have, you know what would have been so awesome? Like, this is a Michael Bay. You know, like, a, a lot of Michael Bay movies, he tries to, like... Uh, give a shout out to one of his other films. Like in the first Transformers, he there was this fat guy running. He said, "This is way cooler than Armageddon, guys. I swear to God." Which is like, <laughs> okay, whatever. And then in Transformers Two, um, when Shia LaBeouf goes crazy, he's painting all on the wall. For some odd reason, Shia LaBeouf has a big ass poster of Bad Boys Two on the wall, and he's just painting all over that. Like it literally even says a Michael Bay film. Like it's just that absurd on the wall. But what if? Oh my God. What if in Transformers 5, when they're talking about history, they said one of the boats on Pearl Harbor was a Transformer secretly? Oh, my God. That I would watch that <laughs> they movie. They might. They might. I, then they do something. a smash cut to Pearl Harbor, yeah. and then Ben Affleck's like, I love you. Dun, 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 thing just like, <laughs> that would be some tweaking <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> I, now, that's the movie I would watch. <laughs> I want to see, and then Octavia Spencer comes out, kills like five dudes. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, the the fish man from uh, The Shape of Water comes floating out. Oh my god! Oh now my. that would be that would be a movie I would pay money to see. This would be so terrific or terrible. You just pick pick your poison. But guys, uh, I want to go ahead and uh, wrap this up on Bad Boys Two. Did you give your rating? Six. Yeah, you gave it a six. Yeah, six is fair. Yeah, it's You're more entertaining than the first one. It's not good, but yeah, more entertaining. But um, yeah, those are our thoughts on Bad Boys 2. I want to thank you guys for coming along and talking to me about this or talking to us. So, Maria, if you don't mind, where can the people find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Valar More Dollars. That's V-A-L-A-R-M-O-R Dollars. All right. What about you, Chris, over there? Where can we find you? Uh, I just wanted to add um, that... <laughs> if- <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, what if he's not done? Like, he, like last one. This is, I didn't, I barely did any research on these, by the way. Okay. He just I, has pages of notes. I, don't, I didn't, this isn't even half the stuff that I had for Ma. All right. Just, just think about that. I had four pages for that but movie. You love I had that movie. So, I I mean, well, I mean, I didn't even deepen, I didn't even dive into the, all the actors. All right. So, let's just. And when he was talking about the reviews, the last one, well, because. 
IMDb, Metrocritic and Rotten Tomatoes, I was like, okay, that has to be his closing on his notes. Where they, <laughs> it was like, no, no, wait, guys, I got two more pages. <laughs> I got a, a front and back. <laughs> <laughs> Ran out any care. Hand me your pen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to say, if, if you do want to see um, um, Bad Boys 2, it's now streaming um, pretty much everywhere on demand. And because of Bad Boys for Life, that's out in theaters currently while we're recording this. And you can also see it on Netflix. And it's also available to rent at Videodrome if you're here in Atlanta, uh, right right across from Inwell's Tavern. Um, uh, that's all that I had, so... Just wanted oh. to add. Um, if you want to, if you want to say hi to me, um, my Instagram is clk two six four. No, guys, please say hi to Chris. Like you have a lot to say about depending on the movie. It was like, all right, give me a week. I'll come back to you yeah. with notes. Ask, ask him for a fact about a film. <laughs> oh shit, yo, I can't with y'all today, man. Oh wait, I did have one more thing to add. Um, a real thing. So um, while they were shooting this movie, they were also shooting on the other side of the Cape Florida State Park as Too Fast, Too Furious. I, oh, wow. I knew he was going through another Fast and Furious uh, yep. connection. I knew uh, Michael Bay should really just direct one of the Fast and Furious. Yeah. Well, he sh- he should have. Today, I don't think it would really I don't know if it would matter. Work yeah. yeah they're they're on the ninth Fast and Furious. They're like either shooting it or is already... Completed. I think they did nine already. I've seen people with crew shirts. They I did. That. They wanted to do ten. I heard whenever yeah. we were doing the movie Kill the Messenger, uh, they were scouting for Fast Six. I think Fast Six or Fast Five. I can't remember. But it um, has to be the fifth one because they did one scene of Fast Five was, in Atlanta. The, the sixth was not at all. The uh, seven and eight was here. It must. Okay, but then they said that the plan was to do ten here, and I was like, good. God almighty. Because at the time, I was like, are you kidding me? We're fast five. They've already planned out till 10. And it's like, yes, they really did. I um, heard that one's a time travel film, too. Awesome. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. <laughs> time travel with Kai. It's okay. I, I want to see them. Like, <laughs> Is the DeLorean going to show up? I want to see them like, bust that through the Great Wall of China. No sense. <laughs> I mean, that's... for Fast and Furious. It's they Fast and Furious. That's the whole but that would if you can't, time, if they don't time travel by the tenth one, I will fucking throw a chair. Yeah. It is, you know, actually, honest. they say it's either time travel. I'm not even making this up. It's either time travel or we take it uh, takes place in space. Space, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> are you serious? Yes, we're gonna race on the moon. You this is the first. Fr- this is I'm the not, first. I, this is the, what are they gonna race spaceships? To the dark side. Yes, of the hell yeah. They're oh my god. On the moon, and then it's gonna like they're gonna be on the side that's gonna be like dark soon. They have mm-hmm. to race their their speed buggies so they don't get caught and frozen in the shadow of the moon. Oh, oh my god! And then they have to blast off to Mars to get warm. Mm-hmm. And then they're gonna drive by Sentinel Prime on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that's that's our next Fast and Furious. Yeah. And also. Oh, and, Sorry, that or Harry Tubman say, will be driving escape slaves to But <laughs> And they're bringing back Paul Walker's character. Oh, my God. Let him rest. No, they're bringing back his brother to rest. do it. Well, if we like saw they what they did, did with the Irishman. At least just bring his brother like, as his brother. Like, let, let no, Paul Walker I'd be okay rest. with that. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to add one last thing about Bad Boys 2. Was that the, the line where um, uh, Johnny, Johnny Tapia says, you know, I, me, Johnny Tapia, I will kill you. Is that not Tommy Wiseau? Is that not? I, I, <laughs> I, I, yes, um, but that's actually taken from an FBI take of, of tape of John Gotti. Line for line. Like a lot of the, a lot of the lines that John Ta- Johnny Tapia says is taken from John Gotti because they wanted wow. him to appear more threatening. <laughs> and at the time, whenever John Gotti was, I think John Gotti was about to die at this point or he almost died at this point. Um, but he was gaining a lot of recognition, so there was a lot of movies that did references to him. This was one of them. They wanted to use a lot of dialogue that John Gotti actually said, using it for him to seem more threatening and menacing. Hmm. I didn't pick up on that. Well, it's been, what, how many years since John Gotti's been relevant? No, I mean, on him being threatening and menacing. You didn't get any of that? No. He, he killed silly. a guy and stuffed him in a barrel. But he's unstable, but he seems very silly. He killed a man and put him in a he barrel. He also critiqued the Last Supper painting. He <laughs> killed a man. That he, I don't care. I don't, if he I'm did. having dinner with a guy or if I'm having a drink with a guy and he's like, you're going to agree with me. And I say, I'll think about it. He's like, I'll wait till I get back with my business partner. He's like, okay, cool. That's they bring out my chopped head, up business right? partner. Holy shit. That's kind of where I signed the paperwork. I mean, <laughs> I do. I'm like, oh, okay, yes, sir. Right Here's here is what pen, you're saying. Right? Give me that goddamn pen. Like, <laughs> I'm write some facts on this contract. 
<laughs> Did you know that Orson Welles had his own favorite pen that he's always used? All right, right now. What's, what's your... Uh, <laughs> you all could find me on IG at uh, I am underscore rock IX. Also, I stream on Twitch. Um, you can find me on there at rock IX underscore. Awesomeness. All right, guys. Um, you can find me on Instagram at I'm the filmmaker. Uh, guys, I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to our thoughts on Bad Boys 2. Do you agree with us? Did you actually like the film? Uh, are y'all ready for Bad Boys for Life without Michael Bay or the Bayham? Whatever it is, let us know in the comment section below. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Movies on Our Minds. See y'all. Peace.